Yes, I'm your host, Colton Gert. He's your co-host, Coach Gregory Little. And we will be interviewing uh, Coach Ryan Blair of the South Carolina Stingrays ECHL team for Washington Capitals. That's right. Thank you for joining us today, Ryan. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And great introduction, Wilson. You sound like a pro. He is a pro, man. I learn something new from this guy every time we're recording one of these. Um, yeah. But again, we can't thank you enough for having me on. Wilson, take us away. What we got going on this week? All right. Well, um, we're going to have some questions for you, um, Coach Ryan. And, um, well, we're going to. And then we'll kick it off with a few of our segments. And yeah. Sounds like a nice little episode. Perfect. Well, uh, yeah. while we got Ryan on the horn here, why don't you start us off with a question for him? What's a player agent? Oh, so yeah, Ryan, I was just uh, I was just telling Wilson that you were running a minute or two late because you were talking to a player agent, and he had a very good question, I think, which will be great for the younger listeners of the podcast. But you said you, you know, yeah. you're running a couple minutes late because you were talking to a player agent. What exactly is a player agent? Yeah, so player player agents. Hopefully, hopefully one day Wilson will need one. Yeah. Um, the, the agents come into play when you get a little bit older and doesn't always have to be for paying contracts, but the agents usually help you find places to play and they'll have your best interest and try and sort of bargain for, for money when there is money or bargain for kind of spots on the team as you get older. So essentially what you're saying is it's like somebody that can help you out in a way that they take care of the business side of the game so you can just focus on the athletic side of it. Yes, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what's it like coaching for ECHL team for uh for one of the one of the best NHL teams in the league? Yeah, it's and also uh, a very good favorite of a ton of people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. It's uh, it's an awesome, it's an awesome organization to be a part of from, from Washington to Hershey to South Carolina. So I'm, I'm very excited about the, uh, the upcoming season for sure. That's awesome. And, you know, just kind of piggyback on what Wilson asked you as far as, you know, what's it like, just kind of take us through, you know, he and a lot of these kids that listen to the podcast, see, you know, coaches like myself do, but coaching at the professional level, it's obviously a lot different. So kind of, if you don't mind, run us through what a, a day is like in the life of a professional hockey coach. For sure. So in, as a head coach in the ECHL, you're responsible for, all of the player personnel and player management type stuff. So in the summer, the head coach is, is basically switched roles from sort of a coaching role to a general manager role. So at the AHL and NHL level, you've, you've got general managers and assistant general managers, but at the ECHL level, the head coach is the general manager. So once the season's done, you take a, take a week or two to sort of regroup and then it's time to, to start filling your your holes and, and getting the best players possible for your for your team next year. So it's it's a lot of phone calls with uh, with player agents and a lot of phone calls with players and doing a lot of research and video watching on the side to try and give yourself the best opportunity to get the best players. Well, dude, that's actually something that I I didn't even know is that as head coach you would have to you know, 
subserve as a, as a GM as well. So that adds a yeah. little bit more to your plate, but I guess yeah. that kind of keeps you busy. And then, you know, as you climb those professional ranks, at least you already have a firm understanding of players or agents and, you know, big Rolodex as you continue to climb that you have a large database that you can continue to, to work and network. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we, we get a lot of help from, uh, from Hershey and Washington and, and different people in different roles within those organizations. So it's a, uh, it's a great organization to be in and it, it's very well connected. So it makes my job uh, a lot easier. So today's the opening of free agency in the NHL, Ryan. Wilson and I were sitting here talking about some of the interesting things that's happened so far. Um, at your level, being a coach in the ECHL, do you have anything to do, any kind of you know scouting that would go into the NHL free agency, or you know is that kind of you're just kind of left you know minding your your own team, your own organization, and then it's going to uh, you know that kind of just falls on you know the bigger guys. Yeah, it's it's mostly on uh, on Washington and and Hershey. They're they don't uh, they don't really involve the ECHL, and we don't really expect them to do that. That's that's just more on on their end of things, and uh, they've got big staffs that are able to do that kind of stuff. So that's all Washington and Hershey that takes care of all the free agency stuff. Right. Any thoughts so far on what's happened today with Henrik coming to Washington, Holtby leaving to go to Vancouver? Yeah, no, it's. Uh, that's good stuff. I think uh, that'll be a great addition uh, for the Caps to to get Lundqvist. Whether you know he's he's playing every night or he's he's helping sort of mentor some of the younger guys, I think it's a it's a great signing. You guys have been uh, friends for a long time, and what's it like uh, making friends with team teammates? And um... that's a good question, Willie. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a extremely important part of. Um, being on a team is is building relationships with the other players on your team, whether you're nine years old or you're 19 or 29, 39, doesn't matter. You're you're always trying to be friends with the players on your team and you don't have to love every guy on your team, but you want to make sure that when it's time to play or practice that you're, you, you have a, a similar mind to them and you want to make sure that you're working hard and working together and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And to add on to that a little bit, Wilson, uh, you know, it's it, hockey is kind of unique in the sense that there's a lot that goes into it. It's a major time commitment where you miss a lot of things, especially once you get older and you're like in high school, you're going to miss a lot of like homecoming, stuff like that, dances, social events. And you're with these guys, but they're all missing it. They're all making the same sacrifice that you are. So you have this kind of like minded camaraderie. Because uh, you are sacrificing so much for one another that it really builds a strong friendship. And I'm much better friends, you know, to this day with people like Ryan that I played hockey with as opposed to, you know, people that I just had a superficial relationship with at school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Most of my close friends, even from moving around a lot as a as a younger guy, a lot of my closest friends still are, are guys that I played hockey with just because you you're always – battling for things with those guys and you become really close with them yeah and i mean wilson i remember when i first met ryan i uh i wasn't on his team originally and then i got moved up like i think like right at the beginning of the season and i remember playing you know kind of a tryout game with him and immediately he was just the friendliest guy he came up to me introduced himself uh after the game you know made sure to come talk to me ask how i felt how i you know thought about the game etc and you know that just stuck out to me and then ever since that day um you know, he's been, he's been a terrific, terrific friend to me. Yep. 
for sure. Now, what was it like uh, playing Yukaki yourself, uh, Ryan? Uh, it was the most important thing for me was that it was a lot of fun. And I think that's something that sometimes, you know, guys like yourself and as you get a little bit older, you always have to remember even when you're, you know, playing in junior or, or midget or college or professionally that you always want to keep the fun in the game. And that's, that's what I remember most about from, from my time playing as a, as a youngster is just always remembering the fun times and the tournaments and the hotels and playing ball hockey and all, the, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that's the best part, right? Yeah, hotels, tournaments. I love yeah. it. Yeah, Wilson has a tournament this weekend, but poor kid, it's local, so you don't get to go no hotel. destroy any hotels. You've coached some really good defensive players. Any tips for young defensemen? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I think I think a lot of tips for defensemen are more sort of on individual basis. I think a lot of players need certain things at different times. And I don't think there's maybe one thing that, that I could say that, you know, would be a general tip towards defensemen. Obviously I think skating is a very, very important part of the game. So a guy yeah, that, can, you hear that can skate is, uh, is very attractive uh, to me as a coach, but um, yeah, I don't think there's any sort of one thing that would be a tip to, to all defensemen, but uh, skating is a very important part of, of your development. Well, yeah, to kind of to kind of build on that too, right? It, it also goes back to your experience as a youth hockey player, right? Having fun, and I think that kind of boils down to it. If you're not having fun, you're not going to, you know, play competitive, and you know your team will suffer because of it. So overall, you know, from the youth aspect, I think having fun, you know, no matter what position you're playing, if you can make the best of it, then you're going to get more out of it. Yeah, absolutely. The Who Wore It Best segment. We are going from 85 to 80 today. And uh, we are starting with Peter Kilama. Peter Quima. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Peter. Can probably you remember Peter Quima from yep. Edmonton Oilers, number 85? I do. I remember the name for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't put a face with that name, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking of uh, Matthew Perot from the old Caps era. Yeah. I think, I think he's still playing in uh, Winnipeg, maybe. He's in Winnipeg, yep. Yeah. Did uh, I put that one out at you last week? I think I might have. I think uh, I threw that at Wilson last week. 84. Yeah. <laughs> 84. Right, you got any 84s off the top of your head? No, I don't, but I'm... In looking, uh, in look, I, I can let you know if you need one. I looked, I oh, looked some I up. Wilson's got one here. Okay. We're just trying to test some of your hockey knowledge on the spot. See if you can come up with any of these guys off the top of your head. Yeah. No. So uh, we got Mikhail Grabowski. Mikhail Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Mikhail Grabowski. He uh, he played for the Caps for uh, a season, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know that. I know the name, but I don't. Uh... Yeah, he was with Toronto for a while. Then he came to Washington for uh, maybe a season, maybe two, and then ended up in New York on the New York Islanders. And nice. That's where careers go to die. <laughs> and 83, Alice Hemsky. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like Jay Beagle. Oh, yeah. really like Jay Beagle. Yeah, he played for the Caps. He was on the Caps team when they won the Stanley Cup in 2018. So that was, what, 83? Yep. 
you have, oh, this is 82 is a good one, right? You got anybody off the top of your head for 82? No, but I looked one up, but I couldn't think of anyone off the top of my head. He's got a good one written down here. Martin Straka. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good player. Yeah, he was a big-time Caps killer when he played against the Penguins. Yep. Good or play. when he played for the Penguins, excuse me. Yeah. All right. Then I can think of another cap killer that wore 81 on the Penguins. Oh, Kessel. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's who I have top of my head. But if the segment's actually called Who Wore It Best, and I believe there is another 81 that did wear it better than Phil Kessel. Who you got there? Marion Hosa. Marion Hosa. Good player. Very, very good player. Yep. Mar- Say it, Willie. Marion. Marion. Marion Hosa, there it is. Yep. And then, so then that takes us down to what now? 90 or 80? Yep. And this is the last number of the segment. That's exactly who I had in my head, too, who you have written down. Nate? I've got Kevin Weeks, uh, goaltender. Kevin Ooh. Weeks. That's a good recall. And we got Nick Andrews. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he was a big guy. Big power forward, right? Yep. Yeah, in Toronto. Yep. Yeah. Well, excellent. That's pretty cool, guys. I like I like the uh, I like the number segment. Kind of gives yeah. you gives you a chance to go back in time a little bit or think of some current well, yeah. players. Well, yeah, it's funny too because like some of these numbers, you're really kind of racking your brain on. And like we were telling you, we had Kucherov last week at 86, and we couldn't think of anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's I think they just won the cup. He should have been top of mind. Yeah, but it's really fun to kind of to go through some of these old names mm-hmm. for 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 me at least. Wilson's probably bored. Here, <laughs> no idea who they are. <laughs> We got to get into the more um, typical hockey numbers, the lower ones. Maybe you guys can yeah, call me back in, in a couple months. Yeah, my binder went. I got my card binder with me. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, we were looking at some hockey cards. I was, uh, I was telling Willie, I'll get him one of Adams. We have, uh, if I can find your Ryan Blair card, I'll get you one of those too. <laughs> Might have a Texarkana one. Now we're gonna finish this episode off with the year spec segment. And, um, now, Ryan, uh, tell us about the gear you wear and what, like, brand it is. Okay. Yeah, we like talking, yeah. we like knowing what, what everybody wears, what kind of, what kind of on a swag they have. So okay. So, don't mind letting us know what you wore when you played, what you really yeah. like, and then, you know, now what do you prefer, skate or stick-wise as a coach? Okay. Yeah. Um, growing up, I always liked, uh, to have Bauer skates. I was always a Bauer guy growing up. I think I switched to Easton a little bit and then some CCMs later on. And then yeah, we're both here giving you two thumbs down for that what? Easton switch. Yeah. Because <laughs> Easton Z air. Yeah. CCM or middle Bauer. We had thumbs up. We're going to give you two thumbs down on that Easton switch. Okay. Back to Bauer in college. So we got two Good. thumbs up and yeah, I stayed in Bauer in the ECHL, and then when I got into coaching, I stayed with Bauer until I, re- I currently have CCM skates. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we'll be semi-approve of that. And I have Warrior gloves and Warrior stick. Excellent. How do you yeah. like that? Good. Yeah, we, I think you're the first person on here that's talked about Warrior stuff, so if you don't mind just giving us a quick little... Uh... I had Warrior stick that's right, you did. Yeah. Would you? Uh, let's get a quick little uh, feed off. What did you guys both like about that? Uh, mine was the. I didn't like. There, there was nothing bad, but there was nothing I liked. The thing is, uh, he got a the too big of a flex. Oh. It was uh, sixty five, I think. 
Oh, it's getting oh, too strong. Yeah, it's stiff. It was covered up by tape right now. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's what I used for street hockey until I got my jet speed that I have right. Oh. Until I got uh, my newer, the newer model of the jet speed. And now I use my old stick, which was an older model. But all my skates are P20. Yeah, P20, McDavid. Red, 40 flex, new one, uh, P20. With a lot of goals in it, right? Oh, yeah. I think I have a P92, 75 flex. Ooh, wow. Don't, That's a lot of flex. Yeah, I don't need you been, to. Uh, uh, you been laying off the gym? Yeah, just Apparently. just need it for pushing pucks really right now. <laughs> Get you a broom. Yeah. <laughs> Stick. Oh yeah, I make uh, I make all these kids that I'm training use a weighted stick uh, to go through uh, uh, you know technique uh, yeah. progressions so yeah. they can start building up uh, you know those fine muscles for muscle memory. Yeah, I like so that. I have uh, I have Wilson using a weighted stick a lot just to kind of go through a couple of different motions. So he likes to chirp me about that. Yeah, no, I, I've actually never used a weighted stick, but they seem they seem to be pretty pretty popular and pretty beneficial. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of people with those gel sticks. Yeah. I've, I've never actually seen one of those or felt it, but you, you know. Still awaited, today. Yeah, we that's right. Nice. No, but I feel like I feel like a gel stick is going to be too heavy almost. I don't want to put that much, you know, weight in a kid's hands and then yeah. go off their technique, you know, more than it needs to be. We want to build the muscle memory. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Ryan Blair from Coming On and Coach Brady, thanks for coming on as co-host again. Absolutely. And um, well, until next time, there's nothing left to burn. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys.